Okay, so for those of you who still kind of feel like you want to wear your cape and boots for this one, here's what he got arrested for, right? Ago, a 19-year-old man from Detroit, he was arrested here in Warren for carjacking and being a felon in possession. But when he was taken... Well, well, well. So, and, and you know, if you've ever had your car stolen or somebody take your property... I mean, if you want to consider them a good, upstanding citizen, then, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you, but, um, yeah, if, if he's out here for stealing people's car. About a week ago, a 19-year-old man from Detroit, he was arrested here in Warren for carjacking and being a felon in possession. Yeah, this is not the first time he's done this. Won't be the last. He'll be out in like 30 to 90 days and continue to break, you know, break into somebody else's property. He'll probably escalate. He'll be probably make sure that the person is not able to make it, you know, be alive to report him and just up the ante. And he's going to continue to just keep wreaking havoc. And where do you think he did this? Do you think he did this in the white community? And I'm not saying that he should. I, I'm learning to be like, I, there's certain stuff I don't know how the hell. Well, I, I know I got conditioned to to speak their stupid rhetoric. But do you think that he robbed this vehicle from a, a white person? No, no. More than likely, he did it in his own community to someone who probably looks just like you or me. Okay. So, I don't know. And, and he'll probably get off just light and easy i wouldn't be surprised at this point if he has multiple other stuff he already has a felon whatever y'all i'm done who cares all right what is good to find dolls so just got out of my meeting here just kind of figuring out what i'm gonna do before i go to bed <clears throat> just oiled my scalp a little bit with some fenugreek oil i really like the mix um i really should do a review on it feel like I got a good bang for my buck. Um, just got in between the braids for my crochet braids. And um, I don't know, I have a little bit of energy tonight. But okay, let's get into it. So the last two podcasts that I did, I've been inviting black women, you know, to kind of just step back and reassess and regroup and recalibrate how we're doing things and how we're moving um and so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have on the thumbnail i'm not i didn't even bother to click on it i'm not gonna give this clown airtime um but you're gonna see there in the title it says black woman snatches mike from white woman um and i'm guessing this is at a graduation from the looks of it and it says and has complete meltdown over quote-unquote racism at graduation so here you have this this um black male that's like totally roasting her right and you can even see in, in the thumbnail that i'm gonna take um you know it looks like she's 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 letting people really have their thoughts but here's the thing here's what i've come to realize at the end of the day you're the one that's graduating from college right you're the one that was smart enough to go and get a degree they taught you the information the same way they taught their white counterparts, and you'll be able to be gainfully employed. You're not... Wait. Y'all. 
a skunk. Oh my God, a skunk. <laughs> I did not tell y'all one time I almost got sprayed by Pepe Le Pew or Flora or whatever you want to. <laughs> I used to go for my walks late at night. Um, neighborhood's relatively safe. And one day I went out, um, opened my front door and there was Pepe Le Pew like startled. And I said, oh, you know what? The whole yard is yours. Go ahead and knock yourself out deuces so something must have scared it i'll have to go back there and see because my little one is he's in his bed so i don't know anyways wow that's one hell of a sidetrack anyways uh okay so you can tell that she's pretty upset about the whole situation but then it's like when when you start to think about the narrative that i think we are black um fed especially as black women regarding racism, it's very much like pro-black male, right? And fighting for their rights. And and so this is an invitation for her and other people like her, myself included. And, and this podcast is going to be an example of that. Let's shift the focus to advocating for women's rights, right? Black women's rights, if that's your thing, and addressing that. And I think that sometimes too, I don't, I've come to understand that if I really, really just leave politics out of work, I used to work with white people. You go in, you put your head down, you, in the sense of like, just focus on what you're there to collect your paycheck, have a backup plan if you can, work your way up through corporate ladder and just keep it pushing. I don't think that it's worth me, you know, being viewed as an angry black woman and, you know, aggressive. And um, there was a video I saw yesterday um, I just saw the title and I'm in a space where I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm not in the workplace. I don't ever intend on working for the man or the woman ever again. Um, so, but it was talking about how, you know, a lot of us black women have these stereotypes about being difficult to work with and, you, you know, so, but there's so much that we can do to address what's going on for women you know, versus like trying to do this pro-black racist thing. This black guy don't appreciate it. He don't appreciate it. And um, unfortunately, it just puts her in this category where they think that she's a race hustler. You know, what should have been a setting where she should have been celebrating her accomplishments, getting accepted into college, having them work with her, you know, to just turn around and, and do that in what I'm guessing for you know, the black men that don't want that type of help. There's that. Now, I am. Oh, you know what? Okay, maybe because cause, cause here's the thing. Um, I want to get them both on the same thumbnail, but I won't be able to. Um, so then if you scroll down a little bit further, <clears throat> you see on Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. It says, this is from four days ago, right? I'm recording this June 22nd, 2023. And it says, watch, Karen waltzes into black neighbor's home, threatens to call cops. So you can see it's a white woman. She got that little deranged look in her eyes type of a thing. And wouldn't you know, Karen has pulled up on a black male, Okay. And so I just find it so interesting that one minute they're hooting and hollering about 
like, oh, there's no racism. This is race hustling. What, why are you talking about racism? <clears throat> yeah, and at the same time, you got... <laughs> it's to the point where it, it's they're getting it from both sides because um, I did a podcast like right before this where it was three white officers. One of them, it was a Hispanic guy, Hispanic, Hispanic officer with this 19-year-old, totally brutalized the guy, flung him around like a, ra- a rag doll, smashed his head into the wall, smashed it into the floor, and then tossed him like a limp biscuit into his cell room. It was It was quite interesting to watch right and stuff and so let them tell it we're you know you'd swear that we're the ones locking them up incarcerating them body slamming them toe tagging them no Mm -mm. right but let them tell it like if we if somebody like a hundred years from now or a thousand years from now were to look back they'd be like oh my gosh like these black women were out here toe tagging black men and they're really the racist, not white people. But, you know, but right here you have the evidence. Oh, oh, and the reason I say this is because it's to the point where even white women are comfortable running up on men, right? Like on black men. Like that's how much they're getting chumped out here. Okay. So, but with that being said, I kind of want to shift the focus. I probably will do a part two and have her have her own story. Um, I do want us to listen to the story. Um, it's seven minutes and 41 seconds. I have not heard it. Um, but this is from six days ago. And I've been talking about how us black women need to be more kind of like focused on what's going on with us, right? What can we get behind? What are things that we can still use our sense of advocacy? Because even when I was doing the review on the the trailer for Marvel, right? They have a new... Uh, movie that's coming out in October and it's called Craven the Hunter and the theme is supposed to be that this um young man is supposed to use all of his power and all of his strengths to to um to remove the evil that his father put into the world right and I think that for uh, like women can take the we can have takeaways from that too if a lot of us, I think we have a sense of advocacy, you know, we're kind of the really, if you think about it, whether good and bad, we're the first one to, to really kind of cry out about injustices to children, to women, to, you know, um, you know, um, people that have harm inflicted on them. We're the first ones at the front lines like, oh my gosh, that is not right. We feel so bad for people. And, and especially black women, like we feel bad for everybody else in the community. We feel bad for white women, Asian women, Latina women, everything, right? In terms of like, if they're getting harmed, if their husband is like beating up on them, if they're victims of domestic, like we just out there, just extending the olive branch, right? And um, I don't know to what degree it's reciprocated. I can, when I think back on my life, I think part of what's disappointing is I've never had it reciprocated to me. So even when I would hire, you know, women to work with me um, and go through the whole process of making sure that they got their raises and, you know, make sure that they got a skill that they could carry on with them, give them a high recommendation. No one did that for me, right? And I hired all across the board from African-American, Hispanic, Caucasian, right down to Indian, all of it. I've hired just about in every demographic, right? 
that being said, the whole time I'm trying to work my way up through corporate ladder um, type of a thing. But um, I talk about how we really need to kind of advocate for ourselves. I've been meaning to talk about what's going on in Chicago, and it's not in a way that other other content creators have covered it. Um, there was something that was interesting that I noticed in terms of, um, I'll just kind of say here, there's a billionaire, there's a billionaire, um, I have to go back and pull up his name and kind of do a little research on him, but he has taken on the challenge of trying to rehab, to rehab Chicago, find it very interesting. And so then that kind of explains some of the things that you see in terms of all the, um, the response that that's going out to it. I do need to do my homework on it, but I'm I'm noticing kind of everything that's going on around it. The the press, the the media, you know, um there's certain moves that they're making that surrounding that. And I think that we need to work in tandem with those movements. I think that because they want to lower crime rates in black women, there was a, a study that um and a lot of people are referring to the article that's uh or like the news clip talking about how black women in Chicago were the number one um they're on the receiving end of of the crimes even though they're only a small part of the the population and i think that this is a great opportunity for us to become more involved to be more vocal um when uh i think state of missouri also has a new like a new office that is going to be focusing on missing black girls and missing black women. And so um, I am going to do a part two, but I wanted to talk about something that we can do case in point, right? Right before this video, like this podcast, I did a story on it. That 19 year old that was out here robbing and had stolen somebody's car. He already has two felony counts. I'm pretty sure he has a pretty extensive record at this point. You don't usually just wake up in the middle of the night and go rob somebody. You've been doing this for a while and they keep coddling you like you're a little princess, you know, and America's little darlings. Mm. <clears throat> right. Just kind of like, oh, well, he's he's just a boy. Oh, just this. And then the next thing you know, he's 19 and now he's getting slapped around and he just doesn't quite seem to understand that prison is probably not a place you want to aspire to put yourself into. And so I, t I was talking about that and I said, I'm not going to put my good name for something like that. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to advocate for black women, right? A and women-centric. I'm kind of comfortable. I think it's part of my in innate nature as it is with most black women. We're, we just stay extending the olive branch. But like I said, I, it's not something that's reciprocated. And sometimes you get to a point where you don't want to... Um, get into, um, what is the word? Not irreconcilable. Um, the word will come to me. Um, but so here, here it is. It says sickening charges dropped for cops who dumped, burned woman's body in dumpster. It says charges against two cops were dropped after they dumped 25 year old Michaela Charlemagne's body in a dumpster and lit it on fire. Sharon Reed and Ravia discuss on Indisputable. Now, like I said, this is the first time I'm seeing something like this. 
And this is in California. So California prosecutors have decided to drop charges against two Antioch police officers who were accused of dumping a black woman's body in a dumpster before setting it ablaze. On October 17, officers Ashton Montalvo and D'Angelo Boone were charged with arson and mutilation of human remains after they allegedly moved the body of Michaela Charlemagne, 25, to a dumpster and then set the dumpster on fire. Both officers pled not guilty. And when you think of this against the backdrop of like, all the hooting and hollering that went around with George Foreman, George, you know, or George Floyd. And, you know, Black Lives Matter was out there. It's like, where's the justice for her, right? For this young lady, right? So um, give me one second. I think what I'll do is just because I, I'm going to cut this segment short anyways, come back for the part two. I'm going to um, listen to the what they have to say for the first time. Um, and you're welcome to join me on that one. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.